<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some Blunt Business with your host, and welcome back. Let's go with another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. So glad to hang have all of you join us here on the program once again. Uh, my next guest, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Robert Roundtree, who actually helped uh, set up this exclusive interview. My guest is a top executive with the largest network of full-service ISO-accredited cannabis and hemp testing laboratories in the U.S. Keisha has established itself as the gold standard in cannabis and hemp testing, through its reputation for accuracy, patient safety, method development, and validation, further advancing the course of modern cannabis automation. Yes, I said the name Cage Labs, and I'm here with their senior vice president, Cynthia Brewer. Cynthia, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, my pleasure. So again, we talked about that Cage Labs has established itself as the gold standard in cannabis <laughs> and hemp testing through reputation for accuracy, Patient safety, method development, and validation further advancing the course of modern cannabis automation. I'll repeat it again. But really what I want to know about, first of all, is take me what behind what really comprises that gold standard. Well, we like to always hold ourselves to um, a company-wide, um, every network of laboratories that we have um, in our control, we want to make sure that even if it's not state-mandated, that we are implementing the um, you know ISO regulation 17025, which is an international standard um, for laboratory certifications. Um, we also want to make sure that we are AOAC certified. We want to make sure that we employ the top of the line uh, team members and we utilize their expertise to help our clients make better and safer medicine. So we uh, refuse to compromise on those. And those are things that we implement in any market we enter. Cynthia, I want to go and read to you from the Cajun Labs blog. Uh, there's an article that I want to go and pull up. And real quickly for the audience, I want to go ahead and... and Point out the name of the article is paid to play how pay to play labs are hurting the cannabis industry. And in the story, it quotes this quote, when it comes to cannabis testing, it's essential to know the truth behind your product and the cannabis testing industry certificates of analysis or COAs are given to ensure the quality of the product. Unfortunately, many labs in the testing industry will alter certificate of analysis 
to reveal a different outcome. Suppose a company has asked to falsify data or growers display inaccurate lab results. In that case, this can lead to various problems of the product being overlooked and ultimately cause trouble down the line for both the company and the consumer. Products whose lab results have been altered can have too much THC, too little CBD, missing cannabinoids, contain harmful contaminants, or could have been tested in-house by the company or grower themselves rather than by an accredited third-party lab facility, leading to inaccuracy. That's amazing that actually happens, but I thought this situation warrants you know a more uh, detailed discussion on certificates of analysis so it's an open secret that certain companies are willing to pay a lot of money for favorable lab testing results uh cynthia so tell me first of all the importance of a coa and the importance of not cutting corners well um of course we all want to believe that uh and assume that the laboratories are ensuring the safest medicine for an adult use or medical use market right um, we are supposed to be the gatekeepers. Uh, there are sometimes nefarious, you know, activities that happen with laboratories, and it is sometimes chalked up to competition. Uh, just like, you know, marijuana producers uh, in different markets are having to fight for a certain amount of patients or a certain amount of business, uh, laboratories are fighting for a very limited amount, even smaller amount. So for Florida, for instance, you know, we've got hundreds of thousands of patients and 22 licensed MMTCs. Uh, and then the five labs that are licensed only have 22 opportunities at business. So there becomes um, a competition on staying afloat and sometimes inflation of numbers for THC because that's what people want to see, right? They want to see the most potent. They want to have the best the most broad, the most potent THC medicine out there because that is what they assume is going to draw in patients. And unfortunately, they're right um, that people go for the numbers. Uh, what we want to do and what we choose to do is we're not going to take the easy way, which would be um, you know, give them what they wanna see, don't show them what they don't wanna see, and cash the check and move on. We, we know that that's cost us money. Uh, it's cost us clients. Be, having the integrity and the character to conduct our business the way that we do, is it, is it probably the most expensive part of our operation? Because we can be uh, you know, close with a group, um, an MMTC, and then unfortunately, we have to also be the ones that give them the bad news. And those relationships don't withstand a lot of bad news in very competitive industries. So we just choose to keep doing business the way that we always wanted to, which was have a personal uh, reason for the fight that we are participating in. We all have a personal story behind why we all ended up together in this um, company. and we want to make sure the patients are safe. They're the most vulnerable people in the industry, in the, in the state, and they deserve better. And so we won't compromise on that. We might not be the favorites, but we're definitely going to stand up for the patients every day. And so it comes down to, I mean, you are, for those that feel like, and this is where people, I think a lot of companies have a problem with this, that it is the bottom line. They're getting 
chipped away from by putting all this money on testing and compliance. So mm-hmm. if they have to go through and get analytics through a metric software or, or the software as a service, or if they have to go ahead and, you know, submit samples to Acacia Labs and go through what is what I see in the website is like 10 parts of testing that you do. Everything from potency, terpenes, pesticides, heavy metals, residual solvents, microbials, mycotoxins, so much more. It's thorough. It's intensive. Oh, yes. And the idea is, I think, you know, it's really when you look at it, I mean, what is it, I guess, that comes across with some of the companies that you work with that, I mean, do they feel like there's just a need, if there was a way to simplify the approach or something that could just streamline the approach? Actually, you have to think about why those tests are necessary according to the regulating and governing bodies that implemented this program. Um, they didn't just pick micro and potency and pesticides because everybody else was doing it. Mm-hmm. The list, the comprehensive list that we are um, holding these companies to was drafted with input from people like myself and James and Chris that are you know, CEO and president of our company, other industry professionals that have been working in the cannabis space for a long time that have experience in what possibly could be harmful to someone who's immunodepressed. You know, um, the people that are in a medical market utilizing the program aren't the healthiest people in the state. They're actually the most vulnerable. So we want to make sure that if there is an action level for a pesticide, we're not putting it there for no reason because we're scared and we're just going to cover all these pesticides. We're going to put it there because there's some sort of data or support to justify that. Same with solvents and microbiological contamination. There, It's not like we pulled everything out of the air and compiled this they asked for industry expert opinions. They asked for data and, and all of us came together and workshopped it. And this is the list that we've got to hold them to. And that is to ensure patient safety. It is not sexy to be working in the lab space. Um, when you compare it against the cannabis industry as a whole, the lab is not the favorite part. Okay, the lab also is probably disliked more than liked. You don't see a lot of people going around bragging about, you know, I love my lab and, you know, all of this stuff. It is not the favorite thing that they want to do with their medicine. The last thing they want to do is give me 25 grams of flour that could be sold on the shelf for me to ruin it on our, our instrumentation because that's what we do. We take in a lot of a product to get a representative sample and we get it into the lab and we ruin it by prepping it for analysis on the instrumentation and it goes it never goes to a patient and it's going through the equipment and then being destroyed after that and it costs money to be compliant and it is always going to be cheaper to um, not do it but at what expense at that point? That's like a forensic accountant going through finances. It's the same idea here. And I can only imagine, it's, it feels like it's, you know, I can understand where some executives would say, this is a headache. And I don't want to deal with this. And, you know, it's the kind of people you probably have to deal with that are like just pencil pushers. And it's like, okay, so what do we need? What's, what's the 
what's the minimum requirement needed? I mean, it really. What's the least amount I need to do oh, yeah. so that I can make money off of this product? And I don't blame them because if I was in their position and and the cost of testing and you see it and if you're a good cannabis producer and you're making a lot of money or, you know, you're making a lot of products, a lot of SKUs, you've got a lot of patients, it is a very hefty part of your balance sheet to see that chunk come out. And I know that's difficult for board board members on, um, you know, larger companies, boards and but at the end of the day, you don't get to play with it. We know has such amazing medicinal purposes. If you want to play with it and grow it, you're going to have to ensure that you did it the right way and the safest way. And the only way to do that is to test it. Now, I want to before we go to commercial, I want to ask about this because I've had to go back to this point over and over on this program. We've talked about cultivation mm-hmm. and testing. Can Trust Holdings, I'm sure you know the story back in October of 2019, they had to go and destroy 77 million Canadian dollars or 58 million U.S. dollars worth of cannabis plants and inventory as the company's efforts to regain suspended business licenses. And I imagine this had to be as a result of licensing and the matter of the testing and just the compliance issues. There's just so many things where that's the most extreme case. But is it something where you feel like there has to be a little bit of a little bit of fear mongering almost to kind of realize, listen, if you don't do this, your business is at risk. Actually, I'm going to I'm the opposite. The thing is, is that we know that if we provide unfavorable results because we detected something in the medicine that at the beginning of the program here in Florida, especially they would not have a lot of remediation options. But what we did, instead of saying and and taking that um, bad guy, you know, kind of uh, role, we worked with the state to teach and to educate them on remediation techniques without having to destroy medicine. And then we implemented with them the new language of the rulemaking so that we're fighting for our clients even on the back end. We might have to fail them, but we're finding ways of being able to utilize that medicine by educating the people that are governing all of us. There shouldn't be a, a med- there shouldn't be flour that's destroyed if you can remediate it. There shouldn't be oil that's destroyed if you can remediate it safely into a viable product. So our company specifically works very closely with the governing bodies of the markets that we're in to educate them on what can be done. A failure is not the end all, and it does not have to be so catastrophic for a company. Let's go ahead and go into the commercial break. We'll talk more about that. But also okay. we're going to go and talk about where there has been the, I guess, the discreditation of certificates of analysis, really the accuracy. There's a lot of questioning oh, yeah. of that. We're going to talk about that uh Ms. Zing actually pushed out an article that we're going to go ahead and focus on for the next segment. I'm here with the Senior Vice President of Kacha Labs, Cynthia Brewer. Website is K-A-Y-C-H-A-Labs.com. Make sure you go and take a look at that while we go to commercial. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. 
This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm with Cynthia Brewer, Senior Vice President of KHA Labs here on Blunt Business. Benzinga, uh, they went ahead and syndicated out an article from the Canigma, C-A-N-I-G-M-A, and they recently wrote this. <clears throat> Across legal cannabis states, countless growers and manufacturers are in a mad dash to produce the highest THC flower. They can meet they, they can't meet consumer demand for heavy eating herb, but with a seemingly direct correlation between the level of THC and the popularity of strains, could there be some funny business happening behind the scenes? Are lab tests and certificates of analysis as accurate as we assume they are? What we do know is that several labs have been accused of artificially inflating THC levels and that results can be worryingly inconsistent. So they're saying, as opposed to what we were talking about before, that their companies are willing to pay for favorable lab testing results. And what do you say to this accusation that's being put to companies like yours? Well, um, you know, everybody in this industry is is being scrutinized and um, they're we're not the most favorable group, right? As a, as an industry whole, people are always going to be looking at us under the magnifying glass to make sure that we are behaving right. Um, because we are in the illicit cannabis market that was once, you know, dark and now um, very, very much popular and people are seeing the benefit, but there are people out there that are still going to attempt to um, get ahead by doing things that are probably um, only financially based. So if you think about inflation of numbers on THC, you're gonna be that lab, that go-to lab for high potency, broad, very comprehensive terpene profiles and no problems, no pesticides, solvents, nothing. You. If you're that go-to lab, that means you're paying to get what you want to see. Um, there are laboratories out there that have been exposed for behavior like that, which is unfortunate because it does undermine the entire industry on the lab side. And it makes a lot of our clients, we have to convince them almost um, that we are legitimate. And what does that mean exactly to them? Are we going to make mistakes? and um, and hide them from the client? Or are we gonna be upfront with them and be honest if we do make a mistake? That's a big piece. The other side is just as much as people will inflate numbers and make things look amazing, they will also hide things that could make them look like they don't want to be the lab to go to. So um, an example would be our lab specifically employs instrumentation that is incredibly sensitive. Uh, we think that's awesome. We think that's a big deal. We also 
are very familiar with the cannabis and hemp um, testing space and we write uh, and validate our methods and we are always offering assistance and wanting to push the market forward. However, we see everything. We see the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, great terpenes and potency profiles, but if there's trace amounts of medicine in there and we can see it and we can detect it according to our ISO, it's going on that COA. That does not make us the, um, the favorite, <laughs> you know? No, exactly. see everything, that could be the reason why you lose a lot of things, especially well, I, I'm going to go and help push back on that article because I just want to make the point of this is where they're bringing up you know, the questionability, which, mm-hmm. you know, that I get what they're trying to do with the article. But let's talk about KJ Labs itself. First of all, based in Florida initially, yes. and Florida is still a medical cannabis yes. state with very stringent standards. I know that, uh, that you know, when we've looked at what Florida has done to go ahead and initiate, you know, the medical marijuana program, there's been, it's been very tough. It's not as easy as anybody thinks to go ahead and get, you know, grows going to get cultivation going and to go through, which is why we understand. And when you're looking at the level of growth of Cajun labs, you're looking at, you're in established markets such as California, Colorado. So you have absolutely the experience to go ahead and handle when it comes to two major markets there. And then you're also, you're also the go-to when it comes to a lot of developing new cannabis markets, say for New York or Oklahoma or Tennessee or Kentucky. So there's a lot there to be said. And also these are, you know, your focus, it looks like for the most part is very much medical. So it's medical grade cannabis lab tested and certified. So when you're doing it that way, that also applies the same for adult use. That's why the level of someone like KH labs is reputable. Right. So our reputation is all we have. You know, um, if if we get an article published like some of those laboratories and, you know, there was a laboratory in Oklahoma, there's one in Nevada, there's one in California. I mean, these articles um, to us would be devastating as a company. So, you know, um, we need to make sure that we are on our A game in every market and we don't open our laboratories in a market, if we aren't 100% ready to go, ISO accreditation, even if it's not mandatory, training of the team, we send our team from the headquarters here in Florida out to any market, we train them um, on how we do things, how our business model is, and we don't deviate from that. And so for me, I would be devastated if I found out that there was a lab within our network that was doing something like that, but we are so, um, invested, not just uh, financially, but just personally in every new lab that we open that um, I'm very confident that our entire network and team are going to choose integrity over anything else. And um, that when the labs get in trouble and when they get exposed for a variety of bad behavior, uh, they are plucked off of the market or punished or fined, and it is newsworthy. Uh, it's almost more newsworthy when the labs mess up because they are responsible for providing results for multiple cannabis providers. So then they are all affected too. That's hard to recover from, in my opinion, almost impossible. Your reputation then in 
Massachusetts or Nevada, um, California, Colorado is going to be affected. So that's career suicide for us. And we are not going to do that. So, you know, um, we, we want to help the industry as a whole because we know how to test this plant. That's all we ever wanted to do. Day yeah. one, we were always a cannabis and hemp lab. We didn't do something else and swap over. We didn't try our hands and dabble in this. This is all we are. And this is all we ever wanted to be. And so we know testing in cannabis. And um, so I want to go along and just, and again, I want to make sure you had the chance to go ahead and completely, you know, give the, the proper understanding and, and really give proper context to this discussion. Because on top of that, at Kacha Labs, if you're looking in the news and the headlines, just in the year, this year, 2020, or last year in 2020, going into 2021 now, uh, State of Florida has already recognized KHLM as, as one of their first certified marijuana testing laboratories, according to Florida Department of Health. And also, you've been also named the designated lab for the Florida Hemp Program, which is uh, run by Holly Bell and Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. That those I mean that I mean that's just stamp of approval. State of Florida is a tough market and they're showing as such where they're doing the right thing by that. Now moving along to other states. And again, I, I'm i I'm not one that's put this as a as any way where KHA Labs is on the spotlight for this. I'm just talking about why it's important about what you're doing is what other labs and people that might be running labs that might be listening to the program or those companies that are looking for a proper you know, lab service to go ahead and do this for, regardless of what the price is going to be, regardless of what it's going to be to, you know, the, the, the heartache or the numbers crunching and what you have to go and do to, you know, offer what's needed to get proper testing done for the good of your customers and for good of the governing bodies. In the story for Kenigma, they also say, quote, most states that have legalized cannabis require some form of testing in an accredited lab, though the specific requirements and standards vary. In addition to letting customers know, consumers know rather, how much THC or CBD is in a cannabis product, testing can also detect the presence of pesticides, heavy molds, heavy metals, mold, mildew, and other contaminants. All that information is put into a certificate of analysis, which some states and cannabis producers can make available to consumers. With a lack of naming and consistency standards in the cannabis industry, COAs are all consumers have if they want to know what's in their cannabis product. So... Obviously, there's a 10-point plan when it comes to preparing a COA in your labs. What are some of the things that are made very clear for consumers when they go ahead and buy and they know this has been a certified product? What are certain things that you should be looking out for? Well, we have to kind of draw it back a second and say, are the clients that we're providing this um, delicate information on the COA to, are they providing it to patients? Is it transparent? That's that's one of the hardest things is we will give these clients a document that is the gospel. It is the proof that your medicine is safe and legitimate for patients to utilize for a medical or adult use market. Both have strict guidelines in any market you go to. Are you giving that document to your patients? That's the first thing. Are patients even seeing it? Do they have access to it? Do they have to beg and plead it for it? Or are they provided it on the label with the QR code or in their bag when they make a purchase. COAs are the only way that you 
or me as a patient, because I'm a patient, um, can legitimize the product that you are about to, quote, medicate with. This is medicine, right, in Florida. Uh, we support adult use markets as well, but right. either way, everyone deserves to have safe, clean medicine. And how do you know as a patient that what you're about to medicate your loved one with or yourself is clean and clear of all of the harmful contaminants unsafe for human consumption? That document is proof. That document is that safeguard. Now, if you're not provided that, don't you think that's something that would be a red flag? Agreed. And I, really, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's self-governing for ourselves, which I think is very important across the industry anyway when it comes to, and it, and also this is another thing. It's a, it's a testament to those companies and Absolutely. prior to the lab testing, this is just, I mean, now is it also comes down to, is there more of a communication with those, with the growers and the cultivators on site in the grow houses or in the fields? Is there more of that kind of communication that happens between the labs that receive the plant to those that are growing it? Well, um, when we, uh, when we work with the cultivators, it, and directly choose to um, to assist them, it's usually because there's been a problem. So if you're growing and cultivating phenos um, that like you are comfortable with, you know the behavior in the climate that you're growing, you know what you know what she's gonna do. This plant, you know exactly what she's gonna do for potency, terpenes, and if you know what you put on her, you know that she's gonna be clean and clear and ready to go to patients immediately. But sometimes accidents happen and sometimes they are not the fault of the growers. And so if we were to just give a COA with a fail and issue that to the state as well, and, and that is a panicky situation, but we don't do that. We will provide the failure to the state as instructed in the statute and to the client, but we have employed a bunch of people with expertise on how to mitigate, risk mitigate these problems. We're not going to just leave you high and dry. You have a pesticide problem. We're going to find the source of the contamination. We are going to help you find it and fix it and make clean medicine and move on. If you have a micro issue, we're going to come out and do a site swab and air analysis. And we're going to find out where the hot spots are. We can't just give you bad news, cash your check and walk away. We, we owe just as much to the people trusting us with their medicine as we do to the people trusting us with their medicine, if that makes sense. The growers Absolutely that make it sense. and the patients that consume it. We owe something to both of them and we will not give up on either one of them. And I'll tell you what, I, I mean, I know the lab and, and the, what you're doing in terms of the testing and all, I think that mitigation factor, I think that's an extra mm -hmm. unguent right there to the conversation for anybody that comes on board that they should be more aware of. I don't know. And that's the one thing. And it's also, it's not as if you're mitigating or jumping into their business. It's just that you see a problem, see something, say something. That's the and way And if works. they want help, they know they can ask us. We're not going to go and say, listen, you've been failing a bunch for this. Let me come in and do my thing and fix all your problems. They need to come and approach us. And most of our clients, if they do have an issue, they will call and ask. They do not, we do not have in this industry a lot of collaborative um, information sharing or data sharing. 
on the lab side or on cultivation on what works because you want to keep that close to you, the vets. Like your company is going to capitalize on that. Why would you share that? We feel slightly different. We are in this industry for a long time. We've seen a lot of stuff and we know how to fix problems that may be disastrous to you. But if they ask us for help, what kind of company would we be if we didn't jump at that opportunity? So we make sure that every one of our markets are outfitted with the proper personnel to handle those risk mm -hmm. mitigation situations. And I think that's what's more, and that, and I, I want to say we've had a, a number of lab companies on the program and notwithstanding what they've said, I mean, we've had a lot of people that really, it's the matter of the quality of the lab testing, the quality results, the quality of the COAs. But I think that's one thing, and that's probably what we never got a chance to bring that up. But I think the question of mitigation is an extremely important selling point to these companies to realize, hey, it's not just you're going to get a grade. No, no. You're actually going to get guidance and consulting. Support. If and when necessary. Yeah, because no one, no one, um, there's not like a forum everybody can go on, like with your car, when something breaks down, you can go on to the, you know, Toyota forum to find out why I have powdery mildew. You know, uh, you could get some advice from other experts in other industries, but you know, sometimes it's best to call somebody that you know is bound by privacy and NDAs like we are. And that's what they do. They, um, our clients will call us for basic regulatory questions and they know we're the go-to industry experts for that type of information. They'll ask us for um, help on how they should outfit their internal lab or um, how to interpret these regulations or can you find out if this is something that I can do or, um, this microbiological contamination is getting out of hand. Can you help us? That is invaluable to us. And like you said, there are a lot of very amazing, very qualified laboratories out there. And I give credit to them when credit's due because it is not easy um, doing what we do. And it is very expensive. It is um, to outfit these locations with the state-of-the-art instrumentation that we employ, um, but also just keeping yourself um, motivated to keep your integrity in place. Um, and then, you know, just taking that extra step. Everybody is human and everyone is flawed and everyone makes mistakes. We've made mistakes and cultivators are gonna make mistakes. Regularly deemed bodies will make mistakes. How you handle that kind of situation really says a lot about your company and your business model. And we, um, we don't want to uh, down and we don't like to dog our competition. We like to promote the market as a whole and move the industry forward. And I feel like this is the best way that we can is just support. That's oh, it. completely supported to the same standard. Yeah. And trying to go above and beyond that standard, which I think a lot, and honestly with a lot of the companies we've had on, they like that approach of the being the proactive above and beyond standard above the call of duty of what each state requires because even the states you know there's always been a talk about well they could definitely even go ahead and adjust their standards to even be more stringent than they are right now oh yeah to be the level of what case would be doing right now say in the state of florida i don't think that's an issue but i just think you know you have that uh, that that dialogue between your lab and the consumer and your and your clients your partners and vendors and with the, those corresponding states, 
that kind of dialogue is what makes this industry great. That's what will make this industry continue to grow better. It's the amount of compliance, the amount of communication, the bridges of communication, all with a lot of transparency. I think that's yeah. extremely important. Yeah. And we, I mean, that's something that we've done since day one and um, even just taking our own personal time uh, and educating local municipalities on cannabis. Uh, we've worked with, you know, um, uh, law enforcement. We've worked with local, um, you know, uh, county commissioners in the markets that we're in. I mean, Massachusetts, for instance, was very, very strict on how we could approach um, that market. And we went through the ringer with them and they finally said, okay, you, you, you're you, good enough. And so you can come in. Then we have to get down to business on getting a license. Just to enter the market, we had to prove ourselves worthy. So we want to make sure that we are not just providing help and assistance to our clients, but we are educating everybody on the things that we're seeing and regulations are ever changing. Obviously in Florida, we know that um, there were five drafts of testing regulations before the final one came out oh. and we've already changed the final one, emergency rule one, four or five times and added additional things. But those additional changes, because we're fighting for our clients on the back end with the state for what they need to do business and provide medicine, which is the goal, right? Yeah. And we're fighting for patients yeah. by holding people accountable um, and supporting them if, if accidents happen. There has got to be a multifaceted approach in every market because people sometimes just want someone they trust that can give them accurate information about how to do things right or our opinion on how to do things because you know we've had to go through the ups and downs but it makes it so much worth it when we go into a market and and people are excited that we're there so well let's go ahead and that up. <laughs> let's go on a commercial break i want to go ahead and talk more about the direction of cage labs going into the future and you know let people know more about how they can go ahead and be involved with cage labs if they're looking for lab services and the markets that you're representing. Let's go and talk about that after a short break. I'm here with a senior vice president of Cage Labs, Cynthia Brewer, here on Blunt Business, back after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Back on the final home stretch here with Cynthia, Cynthia Brewer, the Senior Vice President of Cacha Labs. Again, it's K-A-Y-C-H-A Labs.com. Take a look at that as we go ahead and wrap things up. So again, Cacha Labs offers the full spectrum of standard regulatory testing for things like potency, pesticides, heavy metals, microbials, and solvents. And beyond that, you're also offering ancillary testing for things like melatonin and vitamin E and also services like stability and shelf life testing to help support the retail side of the industry, which is also nice, also part of that mitigating factor we were talking about. 
And you're also providing testing services for many of the industry's largest multi-state operators, as well as many small and mid-sized operators. On the hemp side, you have more than 4,000 clients. Wow. So there's a whole lot going on with Cage. I want to let you take the last couple of minutes of our program to talk about how we can learn more and what we could expect soon in terms of new markets and new technology. Well, um, we always like to take the company uh, one step further um, when it comes to technology. You know, we're, um, our labs are outfitted with very expensive, very sensitive, uh, top of the line instrumentation. And we, we love it. You know, we love to nerd out. <laughs> and so um, we like to host people and do tours and let them see mm-hmm. now it's, it's not that fun. It's kind of a sterile environment for people that aren't in it, but it is amazing to see what we put the, um, these samples through. Uh, we want to focus our attention moving forward with the future on markets where we can do the best in, where we can make the biggest impact. Um, Massachusetts, like I said, is coming up and we are thrilled to be going there. And um, we should be having, uh, obviously California is, up and going. We've got Tennessee up and going. They're fantastic. Uh, and we've got um, hopefully Nevada coming soon. And Florida is going um, nice and strong. And uh, obviously our, our home base camp here is in Davie, Florida, our headquarters. And then I'm at our ancillary location in Gainesville. But um, dividing and conquering the biggest state in the market as far as patient count goes. Um, and that has just provided us an amazing opportunity to grow and expand into other markets. Colorado's a well-oiled machine. And so, um, you know, the group out there is phenomenal, but everything is uniform. Just like, you know, you don't, you don't want to have to deviate. If you work with us and multi-state operators that are here in Florida and they are in other markets, uh, these big companies want familiar, they want predictable. They want the same faces, you know, in our top brass uh, to be talking with their top brass and to be able to provide those services in those other markets. And so, uh, you know, that is what we are going to do. We don't have to be everywhere. We don't have to be everything to everyone. But um, we, we love going and, and making a big impact. And, and we're very thrilled that Massachusetts will be coming um, shortly and, and California's up. And I think that um, good things will be happening in the next year. I mean, they have to, right? 2020 was a little oh, intense for all of us, you right? Know, and also, I think more people, even even after the pandemic has all subsided uh, in some way, shape, or form to where we are now, I think safety is even more of a of a factor that everybody's really concerned about as even with when it comes to lab testing and just you know i I would imagine even the labs yourselves uh you probably had to even put on even extra measures just for the pandemic itself right and and we're incredibly blessed that we have not had um you know uh we're a necessary medical necessary business because we're testing medicine in the state of florida so for businesses that are essential Yes. So we, all of us had to keep coming into work. You can't test remotely. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're blessed that we did not have um, team members that, you know, uh, you know, we had to shut down a lab or something like that. That would have been devastating for us, you know, and we were so blessed that that didn't happen. We all stayed on one another about being healthy 
and um, making sure that you know we took those extra precautions. But that new normal for other people is a regular normal for us. So um, yeah, you were already you know, prepared for it. Washing the masks and PPE and all that stuff. So yeah. that is something that you know we were used to. Uh, but cannabis survived COVID, and cannabis oh, yeah. won the election, and cannabis is is thriving. Um, so it was a little difficult and it's still difficult. I'm not going to lie, you know, to, uh, to have to keep operations up while there is chaos outside, but we thrive in chaos. And, um, and I think that that's, that's the best thing that we can do is make sure that we take care of ourselves, take care of one another and take care of our clients. There's something you said about the (laughs) testament of businesses being able to go ahead and thrive during this whole uh, monkey wish that we were thrown at. And, but the thing is, more or less, I have to tell you, I'm really impressed with everything that's been said. Uh, Thank you. From everything from mitigation to the level of testing to the, the stringent levels of testing. I mean, you've made an amazing case for those that have not decided to go ahead and reach out to any lab testing services, why they shouldn't go and come out and look at Keisha Labs as a possibility. So please take a minute to go and tell our audience where they can learn more when they go to the website and where they can also follow on social media. So um, obviously you can follow us at kaichalabs.com and um, uh, as far as the website goes, uh, www.kaichalabs.com and um, you can reach me, uh, Cynthia at kaichalabs, K-A-Y-C-H-A labs.com about any questions, comments, concerns regarding laboratory testing in any of our markets. And if I can't answer the question because... Contrary to popular belief, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> um, I will, I will get you someone who can, and um, and make sure that, you know, we're always available. Um, 100% of the time, want to make sure we show up for uh, consumers, customers alike. So, thank you so much for having me on. This is fun. Oh, my pleasure. And also, thank you for all that you and, and Kate Labs are doing to help the, the industry because, I, I, honestly, it's imperative that. We have a lot of compliance. We have a lot of testing and a lot of safety and peace of mind to go across the Absolutely. board for everybody. It's it's critical for this industry to go and continue to grow as it already has. And so this the industry is doing very well. It's just oh, yeah. that we want to have those safeguards. And I think Cage Labs offers that safeguard. So again, Cynthia, thank and you I appreciate so much for being you saying on. that because we think so too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course, it was our pleasure. And that's definitely going to keep a touch down the line. And for listeners, thank you for listening for another edition of Blunt Business. As you always do, thank you for subscribing to the show through Apple Podcasts, making us one of the top 100 shows in management and marketing across the world. Thank you so much for that. And again, subscribe where you ever find podcasts. We'll talk to you next time.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.